Good evening, this is Mark Parham. Due to the Halloween holiday and my guests this evening going to be out with their kids trick-or-treating, I'm going to play a repay show with Lonnie Sabor from last week talking about how to get your business funded. I'll be back live next week with the author Nick Nelson talking about his book, Stay Tuned, all about getting balance in your life and how to move forward. So I'll see you next week. I look forward to our next encounter. Have a great evening. Welcome back to the Cap Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people, talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. Hey, this is Mark Parham, and I'm back. I want to set the stage for this conversation about why small business is important. You know, in recent years, there's a movement. It's it's a movement that takes consumers away from large, big box retailers and introduces them to the people doing business in their very own cities. You know, these are local farmers, craftsmen, antique dealers, just everyone that can provide services for you. But when a consumer supports his local business owner, he enjoys the benefits he can't possibly get from shopping at national chains. I just want to give you a few of those, and we're going to discuss more as we get into our conversation. One, you can improve your family's health, you know, by shopping at a, a farm, you know, a farmer's market. You're buying fresh vegetables. You can improve the local economy by spending money in your economy. You're keeping money in the economy. You're going to get to know people behind the product. You're going to be keeping your community unique. You're probably going to get better customer service. We're going to talk about that tonight and even more personalized service. But these are just a few ways of, or reasons why developing business in a small community is important. But I'm going to bring on somebody right now who's been working to help small businesses develop in the Atlanta market. For a very, very long time, we're going to find out about him and the work that he's doing and the organizations that he works with that can help you start a business in the community. So I want to introduce the one and only Jedi Knight himself, Brother Lonnie Savore. How you doing this evening? Hey, doing fantastic, Mark. How you doing? Yeah, man, I'm doing great, man. And I got you here. You know, I, uh, right. as, I as I always got to say, man, I just... I've always appreciated, even when I first got into the game, it was, you know Lottie Savore? You know Lottie Savore? <laughs> <laughs> you know, because of the great work you've been doing in the community, man. And uh, so, Lonnie, I know you very well, so I want to give you a second. I want you to introduce yourself, and uh, then we'll get into this conversation about small business in the community. Yeah, so which, as you said, uh, Lonnie Savore, I'm currently the director Small business programs for small businesses for Invest Atlanta, and Invest Atlanta is the economic development arm of the city of Atlanta. So whoever the mayor is will be that automatically be our chairman. Of course, right now is, is Mayor Cassine Weed, and I sort of got my start in this in this this area in general back really in 1979 when I came in to work for what was known as Atlanta Economic Development Corporation. I'm the mayor, 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 Mayor Maynard Jackson. And so over the years, we've probably funded over 600 projects in the city and leveraging over half a billion dollars of public private sector financing. And, and the good thing is that a lot of the loans, most of the loans we've made over the years have actually been in neighborhood corridors, you know, like the, the West End, Auburn Avenue, uh, Calvinton Road, uh, East Atlanta, and pretty much name all of the corridors. Uh, one of the most successful ones we started back in the early 80s was working with Lil 
five points and really helped to turn little five points around. And that happened because they had a community development corporation that was actually involved in trying to create activity and assist businesses in, in the little five points corridor. And uh, some people might not remember, but the old CNS National Bank was also a partner. And so we kind of le- leveled off and worked with them to kind of make things happen along those lines. But I've been involved in a lot of, a lot of other organizations as well. I'm treasurer for the Atlanta Business League. I'm also the uh, president and chairman of the board for the New Africa Business Association of Atlanta. And I'm also a former chair, chairperson for Swaybo, the Southwest Atlanta Youth Business Organization that was founded by the great Ed Menifee uh, over 40 years ago. Wow. And I also work, you might have noticed yourself, I also work with the Basic World of Work Program. The Basic World of Work Program was actually founded by Ed Menifee about 43 years ago. And we go into the prison. As a matter of fact, I'm going, I go into the Atlanta Transition Center uh, located off of Ponce Leon right now. And we go into the prison system and really tro- show the inmates how they can get out when they get out of that situation. Wow. Uh, they can they can get jobs, but also they can start their own business. And matter of fact, my, my workshop I'm giving this coming Saturday is on is on business, showing them how they can they can do that. And we've had some people who actually, when they got out the prison system, they they walked away with twenty thousand dollars in their pocket. And that's because they they learned the skills of managing money. And the other thing, and this, this is a side note too, Mark. You may not know this, but right now yeah, yeah. So a lot, a lot of them have an opportunity as they begin to transition out eventually to to work. And the way it's got, way it's set up is that let's say you're working, they might have a job at McDonald's, they might have a job at at a convenience store, you name it. There are a number of different positions available, and they they get a salary, but the salary goes into the system. And I just found out myself that they they, they tell me that if they make let's say a thousand dollars a month. Taxes are taken out on that. The federal tax, state tax, federal is taken out, and then the uh, the institution takes off the top thirty percent of what they make for for you listen for room and board. Now, now, now the other issue is that you know the the, the institutions themselves make it between a little over thirty thousand dollars per inmate, so they oh, wow. really are they, <laughs> they really do pretty are good. <laughs> It's a lot of money in the penal, in the penal system these days. <laughs> wow. Anyway, so, so I'm involved in a lot, a lot of, a lot of things like yeah. that, and, and yeah, a lot of activities know, going on. I didn't know about yeah. the, you know, the going in the prisons because I work with a lot of uh, people as they release coming out to the league. So I, I work with them there. But it would be great to be able to get to them before they get out uh, because they're under a lot of pressure after they get out. So uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No sign me up for that. Let me know when you're doing that. Uh-huh. I love getting involved in that. So let's, yeah, okay. Uh, I, I might, I might, I might make, make you know we have a graduation coming. I might, I, we'll talk about. We always have uh, a guest speaker to come in and, and talk to the, uh, oh, the graduates. Man. You know, I love to and do all that. Of that. So, okay, yeah. okay, we, we'll talk Sign about that. Up, well, let's <laughs> let's get started talking about this community. You know, development. You know, building business and community. Let's let's examine the uh, little five points area as a good example to me. And look, they had a little bit of everything. And uh-huh, right. You mentioned something about now, what, a CDC, a community development yeah, they, corporation. They, uh, right, What's right. that? So they had they had a they had a neighborhood. There was it was a, it was two, it was several people, but the two people come to mind is Kelly Jordan and John Don Bender. Uh, 
who were instrumental in getting the organization established in little five points. And then they began to work with community people and people who want to have a business in the area to arrange financing. And so they were able to get some assistance from CNS National Bank. I think CNS National Bank eventually became, I think it's Bank of America now, but it went through a series of buyouts and that sort of thing mm-hmm. over the course of years. Uh, but but you got to have someone in the community who understands that and, and also understand what is available to them. And another example I'd give is, you know, areas like East Atlanta and, and one, of, one, of the, one of the persons from from the Little Five Points area also, boy, we, we helped them buy a block in East Atlanta. Now, t- East Atlanta took a little longer to turn around than Little Five Points did. But, you know, once once everything changed around then in the area in terms of the community and people moving in, income going up and that kind of thing, a lot of the shops you see there now could be supported by that by that base. So wow. the combination of ho- of housing that's necessary and then, you know, because the business is gonna be a community business is normally gonna be supported pretty much by the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And so if the if the neighborhood is growing and expanding and cre- increasing their per capita income and Disposable income, it makes for a good thing. Normally, you're, going, you're not going to have a whole lot of new develop, new uh, commercial development taking place unless you see a serious in, inroad in terms of the housing. Another wow. example I would give, I don't have anything to do with this one, but but the Camp Creek Marketplace. Yeah, you know, that's... I moved. I moved. I'm, I moved in this area. I, I live in this area too. I moved over here in 1989. I would get off uh, 285 in Camp Creek. And it'd be nothing there but, tre- but, but trees and grass. <laughs> okay. <I> mean, <laughs> all welcome all road. And then you look at it now, and you say, "Wow, I didn't know this was gonna be happening like this." But see, what happened was that you know the in, in the back, like, that's that's primarily in East Point. But as you go to the side, to where the, where the homes are, most a lot of that is in the city of Atlanta. So when okay. all that housing development took place, and and as you drive around the area, you see uh, some some really up upscale nice homes in, in the area as well. Uh, the powers that be once they realize that you know the population here, the, the predominantly African American population in that area, had resources and money to support a commercial okay. development, you begin to see that take place and 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 really in, you know like it's pretty much booming right now in terms of what you see there. Yeah, I see it. Now, is there a CDC over there? Uh, no, actually, what happened with that? Uh, there was there was a major developer that okay. came in and really did that, you know, did that and took advantage of some tax I guess, credits. I think it was yeah, tax credits. I think it was tax allocation district mm-hmm. uh, financing uh, for development projects in that area, and, and that, that that sort of helped. So, so the whole so, thing though is there's no is knowing about what's available in court. For example, in Atlanta. And we have what's known as the, the, the uh, East Side and West Side TEDs, and we're we're now in the process of of unveiling a new uh, TED for the East Side TED. Look, the East Side TED time of areas like Auburn Avenue, Edgewood, the name of name part of that part of the corridor over there, mm-hmm. uh, where we're going to make it be make we're making it available right now, uh, and it's primarily for. for Commercial property owners, mm-hmm. and 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 up to a million dollars can be made available to the particular project. So if you got a three million dollar wow. project, you arrange two thirds, and we could basically give you a grant for the other one third. Then you hold the, that, you, you said grant or loan? 
It's going to be a grant. Okay, grants. Okay, just so we're clear, grants grant. you don't have to pay back. Okay. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. So you're saying if I have a $3 million project and I can raise two, you'll give me the third? Yep. Now, wow. there's some things you got to go through to get that. Yeah, you know, I know, I know, it, I know, but yeah, that's yeah, the basic yeah. premise. Okay. Yeah, so 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 uh, my you know my 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 office, Investor Atlanta office, is going out in the community now, meeting with people, business associations, and that sort of thing. So the thing about it is that we, we need to be aware of it, and so if you're not aware, as they say, the people that that are aware, they jump on things like this. First of all, they they position themselves to be in a to be in a position to take advantage of it. Okay. And you find sometimes because we can't take we can't take advantage of it because we got to come up with the two thirds now. Gotcha. And so if you can if you can come up with the two thirds, then you're not going to be, although it's there, for for the picking. Mm-hmm. You know you you can't be at the table because you don't have the match. You don't have that 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 part of it. You know so one way to do it is is to form these you know partnerships. But uh, and LLCs. you know what. Yeah, and, and, yeah. That, and that's exactly what I was going to I want to get back to something. In each of these areas, there was a CDC or there was somebody that was in the know, okay? So it seems like to right, me, right. it seems like to me that each of these communities needs to start working together to try to figure out what's available for that community as a whole, not individually, okay? Right, right. Mm-hmm. So, if they put, so if they got together and put some little exploratory group together, I guess community people that live in the community, people that work in the community and have businesses, they could probably get somebody like you to come out and speak to them as a group to say, Hey, look, this is what's going on. You know, yeah, actually, but you, know, they, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, best Atlanta, we do that on a regular basis. And, you know, we have different departments. I'm, I'm in the economic development department. Mm-hmm. We, have, we have a community development department that really works with the, the tax allocation, just the TED uh, programs. And they on a regular basis come out, uh, to talk to people in the, in the community. So the, the other thing I would suggest is that, you know, we need to stay in communication with the economic development, community development, uh, government structures. Mm-hmm. And so, so, so in my case, in West Atlanta, we're, we're primary, we're, we're, we're all about the city of Atlanta. Okay. So we can't do anything in East Point, College Park, Riverdale, but they have their own municipalities. So the whole yeah. thing is that you need to have communication. And then the other thing I tell people that all of our, our board meetings are open to the public. And then also in our case, on our website, which is www.investatlanta.com, you'll see the schedule of what's going to, be, what's going to take place uh, on the agenda for a particular board meeting. And just by attending some of those meetings, you have a you get a good understanding about what's happening. Projects is going to be approved by a board, initiatives on the way, and that sort of thing. And the other thing you want to do is stay in contact with the planning office because the planning office pretty, pretty much everything you know, is going, what's going on. The planning you know, it's, it's, so it's interesting because when people come to me and they say they want to open up a business, and I say what part of town. I tell them to go to the city's website and look up the economic development and see what the plan is for that area. Because I had a client a while back that was would like to put something in the Virginia Highlands area, and I found the economic development plan for that, and they were doing like a cold juice bar, and it was perfect for what um, they had planned for the area. They're trying to turn it into this healthy corridor, you know, so mm. – 
the business mm-hmm. that they were putting in, when I looked at the economic development plan, it was all about walking and health and, you know, so that kind of business mm-hmm. would be, you know, in favor there, you know, versus another, you know, fried chicken place. Fast, probably fast, fast food, you know? yeah. Yeah, fast That's food. Right. So, right. Yeah, yeah. so I, I think, uh, so I guess the big question, you know, not question the outcome of this is you need to investigate the area that you're going to have your business in and find out if it's your community, what's available for your community to help you build your business. Okay. Right, right, right. So, so, so in, in, in our case, we, we have certain select neighborhood areas. One of our major, our major programs is called the business improvement loan fund program, which goes up to a max of $50,000. Mm-hmm. I'll give you an example, how, how it could be creative. And what part of the thing that we do is that we call ourselves a financial artist. <laughs> and so, a financial artist is able to work, able to work with you, and, and paint a picture that will allow you to, to to do things that will allow the impact to be to be really great. And so, okay. in, in the Westview in the Westview area, we were able to work with a developer who actually already owned the property. He owned the block, but he it was a mixed use development with which was apartments in the back, and the storefronts were commercial. And the apartments in the back qualify for state tax credits, which is like grant money, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, for for that part of it. And then we gave him, we were able to provide uh, financing for ten storefronts, and mm-hmm. putting in twenty thousand dollars into each storefront, and the interest rate is two percent. Come on now. So, so that was so that was that was, that was a two so, that was a two thousand so dollars investment, you know, by us. And and now the the whole area there is, is fully occupied. So and when and you say you word impact, so what was the impact of that project? What was the impact? You said you used the word impact earlier. Yeah, yeah. The main, what the, main, was the, the main impact was that it, it was if you familiar with that area over there, it was pretty much dilapidated buildings mm-hmm. over there. Nothing happening. Uh, it went from that situation to uh, nicely renovated storefronts. Um, at least what ten businesses are over there. On that side of the street, uh, several years before that, we had helped them finance the other other side of the street. And now, because of the activity of the, in that in that same quarter over there, there are other people buying property over there, fixing up their properties to do the same thing to reflect the, the other the other block adjacent to them. So it was wow. it was a, a nucleus a nucleus impact that allowed to have a, a really serious uh, initiative. Now, so it's nothing that that, that can stop someone else. This is on, you know, listen to the radio today uh, from really doing that, doing the same thing. In their community. So let me tell you this. The impact yeah. also looked like it was about 25 or 30 jobs were created. Oh, yeah, probably more than that. Probably more than that. I mean, if each business yeah. had three jobs, you know, yeah, I mean, maybe, yeah, wow. So what you're yeah, saying, plus, though, plus, this can be plus, done everywhere. You just got to plan it. You just can't jump out there and do it. You got to get with someone and help you plan this. Exactly. No, other things that they, they and some of the businesses they they can uh, people. Some of the people live in the area, so they live in the mm-hmm. area. They, they 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 work. They said they live, work, and play. You know, so they got. And you can also hire people from the community. Wow. At the same time, so really, it can cover cover a lot of things. You know. And so, but the whole thing is that we you, we have to be thinking like that. We have to be thinking that like that because it, because it, the, the, the 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 question right now is that if if we don't do it, somebody else is going to do it. Right. So let's talk about one. People are going to be mad. Yeah. Right. They're going to be mad. 
Okay, you use the word position. People get in the right position. Let's dig into that a little bit deeper. What do you mean by position? I mean, it can't just be money. I mean, it's like they're planning for growth. Well, well think, think, think about it. Think, think about it. They, 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 now, let me give an example. I, I find it, actually the, the company is no longer around, but I finance a company called Franklin Coffee Services. And Franklin Coffee Services, the person that had that, that this was back in the 80s. So, you know, this is before we had all the technology today. So that's when, that's when you had a, you were in a copy business, you were making some serious money. Right. His whole, thing, his whole thing was this. He said, Lonnie, I just want to have my businesses in downtown Atlanta. All right. And so that's where he was. And from downtown Atlanta, he, he ended up, a couple of things happened. Number one, he ended up expanding to a point where he had a, over 100 stores nationally mm. all right and then the other thing happened because he had his corporate office located by what is now centennial park so when the olympics came you know centennial park happened and a whole lot of other development happened in the area his property value went up so high <laughs> okay all I, right i think i think i think the building the building that we funded was something like maybe three hundred fifty four hundred thousand dollars. i think he sold it for something like 10 about the thing, eight ten million. Wow. Okay. That's so, so I'm, I'm saying that okay. so, so he positioned. So so he was thinking ahead. He said, Well, you know, downtown Atlanta is gonna grow, continue to grow. Now nobody knew the Olympics was gonna come. <laughs> but but he positioned himself as, uh, the, with the premise that this downtown area here is 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 really uh, gonna be going up in value over the years. Mm-hmm. So in his situation, it, it might have taken him maybe 15 years for that to happen. But look what happened though. Right. So 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 likewise, you know, you have to position yourself by knowing exactly and having a feel for what's going on. A lot of people are doing things around the Beltline now. But see, they've been they started doing things around the Beltline when the Beltline plan initially came out. The Beltline is a 25 year project, and I think it's into its I want to say 12 years or so now. You know, so it's a 25 year project. They, it's twenty. It was twenty-five years. It was still twenty-five year project. It's not twenty-five years yet, but that's a twenty-five year project. Wow. So the thing about it is that if you know what's, if you're in tune, what's going to happen, then what you do is you position yourself to begin to own property in that in that corridor because you know that it's, things are going to happen. So but when so, I when I see, but when I come to Mark, so, uh-huh. so, so, so if you don't have, but you don't have if you don't if you don't have any money. Then you can't take advantage of it. But I tell people all the time, I say if you if you're in a, in a in a mile race and you already the runners ahead of you are already at the half mile mark mm-hmm. and getting started, the only way you can catch that person is with a relay team. And the relay okay. team is you as you come together with your partnership situation, your corporation situation, with other people that's helping you to kind of get the get the job done. And mm-hmm. you, can, you can make those make those dreams become reality by doing it that way. So you're saying a number of small businesses getting together to collectively go after opportunities? Well, it could be small businesses getting together, but it could be individuals mm-hmm. getting together. Because, okay, gotcha. The programs I'm talking about now is not so much small businesses. These, these are really, I'd say, small-scale maybe developers. Okay. People who have an inter- interest in development coming together. And then also it could be small businesses who say, you know, like, for example, when they're familiar with Q-Time uh, right. shopping oh, center over there, 
So that's a, that's an I give give you, give you a quick history on that one was that I funded that one back in I want to say probably the early nineties, and it came together. It was three uh, African American um, store uh, business people came together, and they they formed a, a separate corporation to make that development happen. And we ended up putting it. We went to city council. It was because it was the first new development to take place in West End in decades, and we were able to get the city council to approve the loan of two hundred thousand dollars at no interest back then. And you know they've been very successful. That they paid us off earlier, as a matter of fact. Wow! See, so that whole little this, that whole little area then, where the queue time is, and the other stores there, they all work together right, right. on that. Right, they came together for the form of, as I said, form a separate corporation, uh, pool their resources, and did the same thing. You know, so I'm saying that there are opportunities that are out here if people are aware of them and they want to do something. They got to be thinking along those lines. So, so when they present their business plans to you about what it is they want to do, all this stuff is in there, or is it just very basic? I guess the thing is, when you say be prepared and positioning, that means you have to have a plan. So, um, so you yeah, what, need to be able to. They could do, yeah, yeah, right. What I could do is that you know, I could sit down with people. You know, they have a plan as to what they want to. Let's say something. I said, well, you know, I know what's happening over there in on Auburn Avenue. I know that Invest Atlanta has this TAD initiative out. You know, they've got money available uh, uh, up to a max of. It don't have to be three million. It could it's a third or whatever. It could be three hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. You got you got two hundred thousand, and we can give you a hundred thousand. So a hundred thousand dollars we'll give you will be reducing the amount of money you got to come up with to get it. You know, and so and but since, you know, and they say well, like well, so they say well, they say well I'm looking identify maybe some property they want to acquire, and I think I think within a year. So let's say you bought some property on on Auburn Avenue, and it was. The whole thing was, let's say, uh, two hundred thousand dollars to buy it, and, and, and now you need a hundred thousand dollars to renovate it, and so we could assist you with that because you're still within wow. that year's time frame. Wow. Okay. So, so just have just have a knowledge like that, you know, and, and that that's a program I don't work with directly, but I know people mm-hmm. in my office work with that, and they they've kind of educated me on on what it is, what it's all okay. about. And so what I would do, I, I would put them in contact directly on that particular program there, with the people in my office that can that can really give them more direct insight. That the people who are going to actually be working with the application when the application comes in. But I guess the big thing is they have to come to you to find out what's going on. They can't just wait for it. So you're saying they need to, you know, so far from what I'm gathering is that we have to be proactive about finding out what's going on in the areas that we're in. Okay, so by going to the meeting, listening to the board meetings, uh, uh, what about the neighborhood planning? Yeah, meet, 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 are they, are they, the are they very instrumental? Uh, what about the NPU yeah, meeting? Well, well, yeah, the NPUs, yeah, the NPUs are play a very important part too because a lot of a lot of new stuff coming through, you know, the NP the communities requires maybe some zoning variance and that kind of thing, and, it's, and it all has to come at some level through the NPUs. D- describe that, that NPU feedback. for a lot of people who may not know what that is. Describe what the yeah, NPU yeah, is. Uh, well, it's, it's, a, it's a neighborhood planning unit that I believe was established by Maynard Jackson. It was. It was Mayor, established by Maynard Jackson. Right, it doing, was. Doing, doing this first term to, to get the community involved with things. 
as opposed to you just driving around and seeing stuff happening, you know. So, mm-hmm. uh, so and, and there are different levels in terms of involvement with the NTUs, you know, but the NTUs can play a, pretty, a critical part in, in identifying things they'd like to see happen in the community, uh, being active. So we always encourage the people who live in certain areas to be involved with the uh, neighborhood planning units that's just what it was, neighborhood planning unit. So right. as things begin to come to the come to the forefront, they will be brought to the NPU to have some feedback and discussion on as it, as it kind of move forward. So if you if you are if you're against certain types of businesses, you know, being in your community, then and that needs to be voiced through the NPU as things come on the table, and you'd have you'd have a voice to to. Um, to say a word to say in terms of the, your particular situation, your feelings about it. Well, you know, so I you found that be, interesting. You got to be proactive. Yeah. So, so, so yeah. the whole thing there, like you mentioned before, is is being proactive mm-hmm. and just knowing what's what's out here. So, uh, you know, maybe we need to do some. You know, I know you guys are going out from Invest Atlanta, but we probably need to start doing some town hall meetings because it seems like. You know, like that whole area over near the dome. What, what's going on with that? I mean, is the same opportunities exist well, over that, there? That, yeah, yeah. Because we're, we're right, now, right now, we're we're over there now, and we're we're acquiring some of the parcels over there, and eventually those parcels, uh, you know, will be will be sold off to somebody, some individuals, and based upon a plan, development kind of plan, that kind of thing, you know, so. You know, so the whole thing there is just being being aware of what's uh, what's happening in the area, what's available, and there's certain new funds. We we have funds available through to our regular small business programs that that I actually, actually I'll, I'll be giving a presentation on my, on my program. As a matter of fact, this Wednesday at my office at five o'clock. <laughs> well, tell people how to get. You know, I should have put that in the. Uh, I'm going to send that out. I'm going to start sending out your uh, flyers for that for that because I think it's very important. Um, so I'm, I'm going to make it a point to make sure people know when those. So tell us about that. Tell us about that. Yes, uh, I, 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 I give a monthly workshop uh, every every month, the last Wednesday of the month normally. And at that particular meeting, I cover all of the loan programs available uh, to to businesses in the city in the city of Atlanta. And then we also have a couple programs also available to commercial property owners. And and those of you who might be not have a commercial business but interested in real estate acquisition, and that might need some renovation and that sort of thing, getting ready for tenants, we can we can assist with that. And so the the at the at the particular workshop, I cover all of the programs, the PowerPoint presentation, and give you the application. I walk you step by step through the application, so you know uh, exactly what the requirements are. To qualify for the program, and it's a Q and A session as well. So a lot of the questions will be will be, uh, be asked, and, and all the questions will be answered at that particular uh, event. And so the next one is going to be October the twenty sixth at five o'clock between five and six or six thirty, and I give you a number to call to reserve a seat for yourself. That's four zero four six one four eight two nine four, and that's Cynthia Freeman. Right. And what she'll do is take you take your name and information. You need security to kind of get up, go through security, get up to our 29th floor, so we can help you with that and, and make sure that when you get to the building, you'll be able to get upstairs. Well, I'm going to make sure that goes out when I send this show out for replay tomorrow. So basically, what you're saying is the money's there, okay? The opportunity is there. 
for us to build businesses in our community. We just have to get together and be proactive about it and work together to make it happen. Right, right. And another thing I suggest we do is that if someone wants to start a new business, uh, the number one thing you got to have for us, you got to have at least 20% equity. Okay. And so what, what that tells us is you, you, you mastered the first, the first lesson, and that the first lesson is that you have mastered the, the art of living off less than you make. <laughs> yeah, that, you know what? In the ATL, that is an art. Okay. Because <laughs> the thing about it, you, you can't you can't save you know you can't uh, save money unless you uh, have mastered. I call it consumption. In my book, I call it consumption control, where you you, know, you master the art of you know of not of not consuming everything you put your hand on. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. That's and that's the, the delay. Caught up. And I know. I know. You know. People want instant gratification, man. So you, you got. You got to say, hey. You know. This, this is like. This is my goal. And so my goal is to have so much money to start my own business. You got to start the date. Right. Even even as even as it's ten percent. If you, somebody give you give you a, a, a dollar, you got ten cents set aside. And we got to start thinking like that because that does show that you you made a plan to start this business. You just didn't wake up one day and decide, I want to start a business. So, uh, so man, I'll tell you what. I mean, so the the money's there. We just have to get together to figure out how to get access to it. Yeah, yeah, right. And we talked about a little bit about that, about what you got to do for yourself, but also what you have to do collectively. You, know, you come together. And I always say you want to come together. I don't care who it is you're coming together with. You gotta make sure you have a like mind situation mm-hmm. for somebody that thinks like you. You know, if you believe in doing things right, paying taxes, and doing things the right way, you don't, you don't you don't need a partner who believes just the opposite. Right, 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 you right. Know? How often yeah, do you see sure. that? Do you see that often? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've seen it on occasion. I've yeah. definitely seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I can tell you. I might write another book just on that. You know? <laughs> no, that'd be what it fell off. How, 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 hey, how, how not? How not to start a business? Right, right. <laughs> so, so yeah, maybe you probably, know, if you know how not to start a business, you know right. how to start a business. Right. Yeah, I guess you're right. How not to start? Actually, I, there's a video that I played during one of my workshops on how not to start a business. But uh, man, this has been a lot of great information, my man. Um, I mean, I learned stuff today, and I sat through your work. It just seems like you got to stay on top of this, you know. And I, and you I got, think that yeah, you really got to stay on top of it, man. You know, and the, the people that stay on top of things are the ones that come out of here. And that's why I guess the you know, uh, my whole thing about, about good about, habits. Yeah, it's, it's all it's all about leveraging. That's the key. That's the key word I use too for the audience. Is that it's all about leveraging. You know, you don't have to come. You don't have to come with all the money you need to do something. It's about leveraging what's out here, and and, and, and leveraging is nothing really but assistance and help. Right. So you, and not being afraid to ask your, for help. Exactly. Exactly. And then also knowing where knowing, knowing where to go to ask for help. Right. That gets you important. Get that is right. That, that's that's probably that's, that's 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 half of it right there. You don't know where to go. Oh, I didn't know y'all were there doing that. Oh, I didn't <laughs> right. know that. I would. Yeah. I had people tell us, man, I didn't know y'all was doing that. I'd known that. I was telling you about four or five years ago. Well, you know, and, and that's so, what I know. kind of feel my role has been now with this show and the work I do at the league, just trying to get the information out there. But you let me know. I'm not even doing a good job at that. Cause, you know, I hand out your flyers to people for your workshop when they ask me 
But I need to be handing them out, period, because maybe they are ready to do something they don't even know they know until they see it in front of them. You know, yeah, but so, you know, I tell people in my workshop, like I think last week we had, had 55 people that came to the workshop. I already told them, I said, listen, okay, you got, you got 55 people in this room. I said that uh, less than 10% of y'all are going to actually apply. I said, who's going who's gonna to apply for a loan at, 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 uh, sometime this year? And all the hands go up. I said, well, you know, the reality is that it was 50 y'all in here. Where we get five applications, that'd be a good thing. Wow. Because well, maybe, people you know, say they want it. People, see, people say they want it, but then they, they find out that, you know, that they, they're not willing to pay the price. Right. And well, we got to help there's, understand there's the price to be paid. Yeah, you got to, right. yeah, and also, you know, so my thing is positioning them to be able to, to be successful requires them to understand the rule. I call it the rules of the financial game. <laughs> you got to understand the rules. So yeah. uh, tell people how they can uh, get in touch with you, Lonnie, man, if they want more information. And uh, yeah, they they they, they call, they call call me call me directly at, at my office. It, it says four four six one four eight two nine two, and that's that's uh, Lonnie Sabor at Invest Atlanta, and the website. And you can see all our loan programs and information about Invest Atlanta www.investatlanta.com Alright man well thanks for the information Mark, we, Mark, we gotta, what I do, I'm, 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 I'm coming back next time and talk about the New Africa Business Association no, and I, well, you know what we'll we, can do do that, we can do that next week we can make that happen bro. because I really wanted to talk okay. about it but uh, we're only doing an hour tonight So, but I'll have you back and we can talk about that because I really want to talk about to me that's community development right there so we'll get back on that but thanks a lot for coming out tonight, man. I really appreciate your time. And I'm going to have you back to talk about the, the New Africa Business Association. All right. Appreciate All right. it, Mark. I enjoyed it. All right, man. Okay. All right, man. Thank okay. you. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, you heard only a piece of the puzzle. You know, we're going to talk about the rest of this year. All I'm talking about is small business in our community. And that was the beginning of it. Had Brother Lonnie Sabor, who's been... Like a Obi Wan Kenobi Jedi Knight for this for a very very long time has a lot of information that you need to go get. He's telling you to come get it. You can get it for free. You have to pay for it. So we're gonna have him back with a number of other shows. We're gonna have Ira back talking about how to get your credit right. I got other people that are gonna be coming on doing shows to, through the end of the year trying to get you ready for the new year. I don't want you to wait till January first. And try to get this party started. I want you to get that party started now. I'm going to be kicking off a campaign starting in November called They Don't Know They Can. Because a lot of you don't know that you can do this. But I'm going to show you how. You're going to have to register. You're going to have to stick with me. You may even have to, yes, spend a little money. You need to invest in yourself. But I'm going to make sure your investment brings you value. So you listen to Mark Parham, Cat Builder Talk, Real Talk with Real People talking about real issues. Facing small business today, I look forward to our next encounter. Thank you for joining us this evening on the Capabilder Talk radio show with your host, Mark E. Parham. It is our mission to provide you with the information you need to make educated decisions. 
decisions that will help you walk in your purpose. We are here every Monday evening starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Please post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildertalk. We hope you enjoy the show. When you don't go to Geico.com, car insurance can seem intense. Like breakup R&B intense. I thought you said you love the sweater that I got you. If you didn't, you could have told me. Geico makes it easy. Just go to Geico.com anytime to update or check your policy without all the extra drama. I even had a gift receipt. 